Hi guys, welcome to a Niners Purpose Podcast. This is episode seven, where I'm joined by... Hey, it's Tanner. What's up? It's Duncan. And Duncan will be leading us with a quote. So this quote is by Jordan Peterson, and it states, You have 60 years to work on it. Get the hell at it. So I think that this quote's very poignant because we are at a very pivotal point in our life where a lot of our decisions kind of catapult us into the next uh, part. And one thing that this quote kind of encompasses is, you know, imagine like as a baby, you are full of potential and life and just all these things. However, the older you get, the less opportunities, the less uh, chances, the um, less available you become because you have all these other obligations and everything else. And so right now is the best time to go out and do as much as we can because doors are closing every day and you want to at least stick your head into as many as you can. The way I look at it, the most obvious thing applicable to us is that what you do in college, you're mainly going to do with your career. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to graduate, become an engineer, go work in the engineering field. And you have 60 years to work on it until you, you're hopefully retired in 60 years. Yeah. Hopefully by then. Hopefully. <laughs> when you're, what, 78? Yeah. yeah. But by then, hopefully you've mastered your craft or whatever you want to do, or whatever career. I think that's the most obvious way to look at it is the career-wise. But I can also see that in relationships or any other thing you want to apply it to just mastering it like don't waste your time here because it's precious and not everyone gets to see it through 60 years Mm -hmm. exactly and like if we want to talk about relationships and everything else like you uh, you've got even less than 60 years Mm -hmm. you probably have about 10 years like to try and find someone that you want to live the rest of your life with and have kids if you want to have kids and really if you think about it like outside of college you know, after that, you go to the workplace and it gets kind of harder to meet new people and talk to new people that you aren't working with on a daily basis. Literally, this is the bottleneck for relationships. Yeah. Like this is the final, final main point in life where you're going to have such an availability of options based on what kind of person you want to be with. I mean, I've met a lot of people and most people after it gets, you know, after your 30s and 40s, it pretty much becomes whoever's available. Yeah. Like, because yeah. Honestly, that's pretty sad that it is that way. But I mean, you know, most people just kind of chose while they were young because honestly, I mean, a lot of people really don't want to spend their lives alone. And, you know, you always want a partner. So in terms of relationships, yeah, that's definitely something to get at. For our older uh, single listeners, um, (laughs) we're not placing stereotypes or saying that you can't do it, but... Obviously, there is uh, better opportunities, and most people do meet whoever they're married uh, whenever they're younger. Yeah. But whenever you're older, just go out there and, you know, get at yeah, it. Yeah, get at it. <laughs> just um, <laughs> do what you want to do. I mean, I mean, there's there's plenty of old people or older people, didn't call you old, um, that are out there <laughs> that are willing well, and seeking those long-term relationships. Yeah, and there's another kind of line that I love from a piece of music that I listen to. And the line's basically, I ain't waiting on tomorrow because tomorrow never came. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, he has a bunch of other basically metaphors for the same thing. But the bottom line is, you know, don't wait to do something. You know, get the hell at it and get to work on it because you don't know when you're not going to be able to do that anymore. You know, yeah. eventually one day, if you love basketball, you know, you might tear your ACL and then you never get to play basketball to the same capacity again. Yeah. But you know, don't regret not having done it because you were afraid of that. And don't regret not having done it because you were too lazy to do it. 
I feel like the biggest lie told to children, right, in elementary school, middle school, high school, yeah. and college is that you have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. I hate yeah. that because even as an 18-year-old, I can feel the pressure of not yeah. having enough time or seeing yeah. the limits of that extra time you have, you know, the yeah. tutorial stage of your life. Mm-hmm. So you hit 18, and I I could definitely feel it running out, especially when you get to your senior year of college. Like, what time do I have left? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you obviously do have time, but getting ahead on it now before you graduate college, especially or before your early twenties, is definitely advantageous over everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say time is definitely one of those things that's very, very obviously a relative perception thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why it's always like, oh yeah, this year went by so fast. No, you've just been through a lot more years now, yeah. and so this year is going to seem a lot shorter in the grand scheme of your entire life. So, as you go along you know, the same amount of time is not going to get you the same amount of stuff because you're not going to be as energetic and time is going to be, you know, one of those things where, you know, it's why, you know, parents can sit around and wait and watch their children do something stupid for five minutes. And if that child's just sitting there waiting in the corner, five minutes feels like a really, really long time to a five-year-old Oh yeah. versus a, you know, someone that's 40, you know, the, you know, patience is built on your ability to determine how long something is based on your experience with length of time. So. Yeah. You know, and so saying something that's 60 years to a a 60 year old, that's like, wow, that's, you know, that's how long I've been alive to someone that's, you know, our age, 18 to 20 ish. It's like, wow, that's three times as long as (laughs) I've been living. That's a long time, you know, so. Yeah, especially since you've only been relatively conscious for the last 12 years. Yeah, pretty more like 15. Well, (laughs) uh, just just take advantage of the time now. Because, well, oh, yeah, you know, something's, and especially in terms of, like, assignments, like, something's mm-hmm. due in a month. Yeah. A month is not a lot of time. No. <laughs> and I've learned that, like, very, very quickly. I've never <laughs> learned that lesson. <laughs> you probably should. No, yeah. I just don't apply it to myself. And I should, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm or tricked like, every time. They trick me. Every time. <laughs> Maybe do do as we say, not as we do. Yes. Yes, yes I, every time. Know. Maybe map out, you know, yeah. the assignments that are due and the stuff that you want to get done so that right. you can do it. Because sometimes you just need to set dates on a calendar, which I haven't touched a calendar um, in like 20 years. You don't use your Canvas calendar? Like, I know. Well, I use my Canvas calendar, but that's a little different. It's different because someone else made that for me. Yeah, I don't have to. (laughs) But like, other than than my workout schedule, I have no calendars anywhere. Well, that's the only thing apparently you need a calendar for. Yeah, well, I probably need calendars for more things. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. But I do use sticky notes. So if I have a goal or something and it needs to be done by a certain time, I have sticky notes all over my room, all on top of my computer. Um, (laughs) I know that works for a lot of problem. I couldn't handle the messiness. Really? Yeah. I put them in neat order because, mm-hmm. you know, OCD, they got to be in straight line. Yeah, I have, my, yeah. I have my Canvas calendar. That's basically it. And then I set reminders. If I know something, I will forget. Mm-hmm. Like my meeting with my RA. Sorry, yeah. Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that one. But I do have a reminder now set for yes. Thursday at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. I remember that now. Yep. yep. I just put everything on my Google calendar, yeah. which I started using this year. I know a great lot part of people about- really like that. No, I just set it to send me reminders before stuff. Mm-hmm. And chances are it's something I already remember. Yeah. But I just, you know. It's helpful. It, yeah. It does. It, because I'll remember it more because I made that calendar event yeah. to do that thing. And I, I also I also use it for like 
when I've got to schedule something, I need to know like during the week when I'm available, like, Oh no, I've got class crap. Like, yeah, I have a question to pose to the table. Okay. What will you have hoped to accomplish in 60 years? 60 years. Um, so I'm currently a civil engineering major. Yeah. So definitely want to have, you know, accomplished college in 60 years. I feel like, I feel like that's helpful. Um, so as a civil engineer, you know, I would love to have been able to build some dams and some bridges. Yeah. Um, would you have wanted to build your own company, your own firm? It would be something that I'd have to think about. Yeah. Um, I feel like the question there is not, do I care enough to build a company? It's, am I going to have wife and kids? And at that point in time, do I want to sacrifice the time with them in order to do these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the biggest ambition I have is to, you know, have probably a, a very stable um, lifestyle, you know, make the big bucks and then be able to spend I mean, weekends and time with, with the family that I do hope to have in the future. I think I'm more of the, I want to have a family and everything, but mm-hmm. I think my end goal with engineering is to work my way up to having my own company in some way or fashion. And I just enjoy that. And I want to leave something behind more than a a child. That sounds kind of bad, but like I want to leave something else behind that will impact people or leave behind, I guess, generational wealth. Yeah. I think that's my goal. Yeah. I really just, mm, college is more of a stepping stone for the end goal of life, which is to have, you know, to make sure that my children are able to have everything that I've had and more mm-hmm. and be able to do, you know, the best. And on top of that, to live on a big piece of property in the middle of nowhere and <laughs> be able to, yeah, you being a software engineer is cool like that. So, yeah. you know, I can, you know, live literally anywhere yeah. if I choose um, and have a self-sustaining property. I feel like okay. it's more of a retirement thing. Nope. Nope. It's, it's yeah. more of like a five, <laughs> five year goal. Kind I hate of deal. to do that to my children though. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Like, you, are they going to even live in a school district? Will there be a school district? And the school district would be a, a <laughs> the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely do would enjoy, you know, kind of living somewhere. Maybe not alone. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I enjoyed going to the mountains this weekend. I thought that yeah. that was a very interesting mm-hmm. experience. And I think another goal that I have is just to leave the world a little bit better than yeah. When I was born into it. And I think that that's a lot of people's goals, even if they don't intend them to be. I think that, you know, parents, hopefully, all kind of have that goal of their children are going to be better than them. Mm-hmm. And just that, I think, is a pretty noble yeah. calling or goal. Yeah. In 60 years, I hope to have a big family. Mm-hmm. Grandkids. Yes. 60 years. 60 God, years. is that how long it is? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yes. You even think yeah. about something funny? Like, Guess how old you'll be in 12 years? 30. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yes. So imagine I mean, that. I got to get to work. 60. Yeah, yeah. Get at it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Time it's the quote. Flies. Life is years. short. You'll yeah. be 30. Yeah. If I five times that is 60 years from if, now. If, you know? if, if yeah. we double the age Crazy. we're at, we're at 36. Well, quick and math. I mean, yeah, but that's, that's like huge because 36, there's a couple things there. Um, generally, if you're, if you're a male audience member, um, there's studies that show that you just become less, um, I don't know, aggressive, I guess is a word that you could use. Um, there's other, you know, 
words that describe just kind of the drive, but at a certain point you just kind of lose it. And 36, 38 is about that age. Mm-hmm. And so that's also another thing where Jordan Peterson as a clinical psychologist is kind of talking. That's another perspective that he's kind of talking through is not only are you kind of losing potential as you get older, but at a certain point also, it's just going to be harder to get motivated as you get older at not only because, you know, of maybe physical limitations, but also mm-hmm. just the uh, biological and mental li- limitations that come with old age as well. Yeah. Especially things you don't really want to do. Like I, old people are, are incredibly motivated to do the things they enjoy, but yeah. you know, I, I feel like some older people, older males don't do, especially like you're retired. Like, do you really want to go out and do your own taxes? No, yeah. make people do it. Yeah. Well, and even like, um, Nowadays, I can tell a difference between my attitude towards even things that I like to do yeah. Um, between now and when I was younger, because mm-hmm. th- there are things that I like to do that are semi-strenuous, like going out on hikes and going camping and other um, playing basketball, stuff like that. And nowadays, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just it's a lot easier for me to come up with an excuse as to why yeah. not to do it. You you, know? You're conscious of the uh, the the physical ability it's going to take mm-hmm. out of you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, that also comes with knowing your own limitations mm-hmm. too. So, which is, which is not a bad thing, Yeah. but it's also, you know, sometimes you, you kind of put a, like a limit on yourself. So, you know, you, you say, Oh, I can't do that. That's going to be hard. You know, don't, don't do that to yourself. No, you know, you, you don't deserve that. You know, uh, just, like treat yourself as someone you want to care for. Mm-hmm. So obviously like parents to kids that are in like sports, you want to see them do good. But I mean, obviously they're going to have to go through the, you know, trials and tribulations that are sports in general. They're going to have to become physically fit. They're going to have to get better. They're going to, on top of that mental, mental in sports is very, very overlooked. The mental discipline it takes to be in a sport is just widely overlooked. You have to be very, very mentally stable because you have to force your body to do things that it does not want to yeah. do, period. So, and that's very, you know, you say, yeah, that's hard to watch someone go through, but, you know, it's even harder to put yourself through. Yeah. So, you know. It's kind of a, a side comment, but thinking about to the, as many years as referenced in this quote, at, right now I already feel like an old man. You know, like maybe not a, a old man physically, but I, I feel like an old soul. I feel like wise beyond my years. And maybe that's just me being full of it. But like mm-hmm. compared to I feel like looking back <laughs> retrospectively um, over the past three years, I've grown up so fast. Yeah. You know, three years ago, we were 15. Now we're 18. And now I feel wise beyond my years. But in certain ways, I, I will never be. But I don't know if you feel similarly. Like, I, I don't think I'm a know-it-all, but I just look back on some of the, my past decisions. I'm like, wow. So I think that that also has to come with the fact that we do live in America. And so between three years ago and now, three years ago, we were allowed to, we were given the ability to drive a car yeah. with an adult in the car that was over six years older than us. Mm-hmm. And we were only able to drive that within certain limitations. And three years later now, uh, we can join the military. We can go and fight in wars that maybe or maybe we don't agree with. Um, 
We can go and get a job doing literally anything now. We can buy everything up to, you know, alcohol and, you know, tobacco products. And so we can buy lottery tickets. So, yeah, we can. Uh, I mean, like we were kind of forced into the responsibility and forced into those things. So, I mean, obviously we had to kind of cope and learn very, very quickly how to handle those things. Like we can go gamble now. Yeah. Uh, Not going to. But we can. Don't don't care enough to, but I can. Yeah. And I can drive a car on my own now at any time of day. But Uh I do kind of agree with Tanner. Like I found myself sometimes using the convention of like when I was younger. And it's like, what is that supposed to mean? Um, And I've been like, well, I just kids who generally are, you know, too young to drive. I'm like, you don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) My experience would tell you, you don't understand, son. Yeah. Like, I mean, and sometimes I feel like maybe it's just because maybe it's the driver's license thing, but also after you're having conversations with some of my high school teachers, they're like, yeah, you guys change a lot between your sophomore and junior year. You change so much between your freshman and sophomore year. You change a little. And then there's always that junior senior year change that happens and it's crazy. And then they're like, and then now we're senior college. And then you're, you, you get like college age and then everything goes out the window. Yeah. Cause I, I can tell you that I act so much differently. Yes. Now yeah, that you I, do. I am free and like out here on my own. And I have to, I guess, understand the gravity of my actions. But also I think that I've learned very quickly that I don't want to be alone. And I don't want to not talk to people. And so that's made me be a lot more open. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say in the past four years, changing a lot. Yeah, that's very, very true. So like physically, I can say that four years ago, I was about uh, six inches shorter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, definitely less wiser. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but four years ago, I was a whole lot more tubbier too. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like the the car thing. Uh, that's a that's a good example yeah. of how time passes because you go from being having your hand hold the three days three <laughs> uh three years later. I drew I I'd driven to the beach by myself before. Like it's uh, crazy. Drove across the country. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So I think something that we can all work on to just make our lives a little bit better and maybe not as worse is you know to act with a bit more of a sense of urgency to um, continue on and do our best to make sure that we are not living with regrets and that we are getting the hell at whatever we think that we need to get the hell at. And um, hopefully, you know, over these next couple of weeks, when we work on this, we can look back and go, I'm having a better life than the life that I've led. And maybe you do feel like you've aged so much in such a small amount of time. But thank you all for listening to our episode of a Niners Purpose podcast. I'll see you guys later. See ya. See you guys.